Goodbye diets and hello sustainable health. I'm Elise, dietitian and nutritionist based in the Silicon Valley. I believe that we all deserve an effortless relationship with food without obsession. What can happen in 30 days with intuitive eating work? Today, I want to share with you exactly how much can change when we dive into intuitive eating work and through the lens of me as a practitioner, seeing my patients and clients grow in this space. So 90 plus percent of my patients, they come to me for binge eating. All of them have been a joy to work with and some people really latch onto this work and go all in on it. And then others take a little bit more time to absorb with it, to sit with it and reflect. And I just want to share with you what can happen in as little as three months with intuitive eating work today. And so I'm going to just try and piece together different people's story because I see this happen a lot. Someone will come in to me and they'll say, I just feel so out of control with food. I just feel like I can't stop eating, especially when I'm alone, especially at the end of the day when I'm just exhausted and want to cuddle up to food. And it just feels so impulsive and I can't stop. And I hear that story a lot. And it also comes with, you know, I've dieted for most of my life, or I've tried every diet under the sun. Some have worked, most haven't in the long term. Actually, none. None have worked in the long term because they're talking to me. I love you all. No hate, no shade. But yeah, I mean, they're coming in to talk to me because they've had it. They just don't know what to do and they need that extra support. My patients are also the brightest, most intelligent, sweetest people. You know, they've read the books, they've listened to podcasts, they have absorbed the information, but still it feels overwhelming. This food freedom world, this intuitive eating world. And usually my first, first step is to listen to all that they've gone through, their lived experience. And because I come in and I see it from a third person point of view, I kind of know what the focus needs to be moving forward. A lot of the time, my patients are just overworked. They're overworked and underappreciated and they're not taking care of themselves. So a lot of the time we start with self-care. You know, are you getting enough sleep? Do you have time to eat a decent breakfast and lunch? I promise you 90% of the time that's where we start. And from there, it just unfolds. If they are all in with this work of wanting to accept their bodies and wanting to make peace with food, it can go really quick. It's amazing the people who are all in about, okay, I'm done with diet culture. I really want to learn how to respect and accept my body and stop this food nonsense and get my mental health back. These are the patients that I see the most rapid progress with because they are so committed and they know exactly what they want out of it the weight part isn't holding them back all they're focused on is healing their relationship with food and stopping this back and forth mental agony and within usually the first four to eight weeks I see rapid change I mean by two months in, usually the binge eating really comes to a halt where people are saying, oh my God, it's been a few weeks and I haven't even binged at all. And they can't even remember the last time they binged. And that is the moment. I think people forget day to day as they're living life, 
But when I hear them report back, I think, wow, how special is this that they're allowing themselves in very strategic ways what to eat and they're less infatuated or obsessed with the food and they even forget that what it was like before when they were binging. I mean, what would it be like for you to forget how to binge or forget the feeling of a binge coming on and the agony and aftermath of it? that's the cool part and that's the part of my job that is so special and so what ends up happening is usually the eating part the food comes quicker than the body acceptance piece usually the first phase is okay let's get the relationship with food piece down and by that time usually what ends up happening is the body image piece becomes louder and louder you know, I've made peace with food, or at least I'm not binging anymore, but I don't feel good about my body. That's usually how it goes. And for most of the rest of our sessions, we're talking about how to create an environment that feels good and positive for you. How can we build you up so that you feel unscathed by diet culture and images of, you know, thin, successful women? How can we build that environment for you so you're unfazed and this stuff is no easy feat and if anything I feel like part of my job is building you up from the inside but the other part of my job is building a shield so that the external environment doesn't affect you as much I mean if we all lived in a cave where we had no human contact no social media no tvs I think we would be perfectly fine with our bodies right If we all didn't know what the perfect body looked like or what, you know, a beautiful body looked like, quote unquote, I think we would be just fine in our bodies. And so really this intuitive eating work at the very end of it is body appreciation and body acceptance. And so the full arc is first half. My patients really, we tackle the binge eating. And then once that is in the clear, we go to body image. And once we marry the two, then they tend to graduate a few months in. I know I'm making it sound so much easier than it actually is. This stuff could take a few short months or it could take years. And you really got to think about your history with food and body. I mean, have you for the past multiple decades been entrenched in this desire to be thin and dieting? It's not going to take a month for you to get out of this. It's going to not maybe take three extra decades, but it's going to take some time. And just like any relationship, right? Your relationship with your husband or partner or whoever it may be, it takes watering every day for it to continue to even maintain it. And so the stuff with your body and food, yeah, you kind of have to water it every so often and you can't just stop watering it. It's going to dry out. And so that's why this stuff takes a while. But again, the patients that go all in, you know who you are because I'm still working with you. You are incredible. And, you know, there's so many of you, actually. I can say that for all of my patients. You guys are all incredible for tackling this work. It's so brave of you to go against the norm of diet culture and thin ideals and try to get your mental health back with food. So I commend all of you and so grateful for all of you 
even you listeners, letting me into your ears. I know that you're taking this momentous step in learning about how to accept your body, how to eat so that you're not stressed all the time. I got you. Um, So I'm going to continue helping you water your lovely garden um, every Tuesday as we go on. So I will be going on vacation soon. So there might be a few weeks in between um, of a gap, but I will always be here. And if you ever want me to do a podcast episode on anything in particular, like a question that's been on your mind or a struggle, please Instagram message me, DM me. I'm always on Instagram. And I will share with you another listener review because I think it was so sweet. Um, This one, when I read it, I was like, you're so sweet. And I didn't realize, you know, how much you took out of this. But um, one listener said that this podcast has been life-saving. Elise and her perspective has been life-saving for me while recovering from an eating disorder. And it's important that she shows the value of balance. And I'm just so happy that you're absorbing some of this and you're finding that balance for yourself, hopefully. Can't say this enough, but I appreciate all of you listeners and current past clients and future ones to come. So until next time, go water your own garden, guys. Bye.